0: What's going on, everybody? It's episode 51 of the Textual Talk podcast. Well, I'm your host, HD. I've been appreciating everything you guys been doing. Y'all really been... Hey, y'all been doing y'all thing when it's come to the downloads, on the videos, and I really do appreciate that, man. I couldn't do none of this without you. Shout out to all the Patreon subscribers. Truly, you guys are special. Uh, you're believing me that much to subscribe to me monthly and pretty much you know just just help me out you guys have a special giveaway uh happening uh going on and for my uh, youtube subscribers also i have some giveaways uh planned out uh that i will be releasing pretty soon um for making the five thousand subscriber mark on my youtube channel so please be tuned in to see how to be entered into the sweepstakes of the giveaway all right so today what we're going to talk about is why did i leave the help desk and why also that where did i why did i choose to move to where i moved to and that new role and that whole experience and the reason why i want to do this is another solo episode by the way is simply because i feel like you know some of you people don't know me just been listening and you hear you probably listen to like a lot of guests but probably don't really know a lot of my background so briefly i'm just gonna let everybody know who i am i'm on davis i am a cybersecurity professional I've been in tech overall the last 10 years and the last five to six years I have been in cybersecurity. I'm from Louisiana and I moved to the DFW area exactly six years ago, and um, that's really when my career really started to take off. But now that you got a little brief overview of who I am, let's let's get into it. So for those of you who don't know, I started off my professional career in IT help desk in my hometown, a home area, Shreveport, Bolshear, and... What a lot of people find out about that first job is, well, first of all, I stayed there far too long. Uh, if you're going to do a help desk, don't stay there over six months to a year and, and keep job hopping so you can get paid what you deserve to get paid. But anyways, I was only staying there because I was being promised to do different things. And that wasn't happening. I had a couple of situations where. Uh, so if you know, I wanted to get into cybersecurity. Bad at the time. And I actually had an interview with the SOC for the um, internal sock for that company. And I got passed on for the role. And that made me really upset because I had everything they wanted. I had the clearance. I had the SEC plus. I had kind of just overall kind of knew about how security worked. I had been doing help already for about a year. But I found out it wasn't because they didn't like me. It was pretty much one of those political things that happened. You know, my team didn't want me to go. And it's just one of the things where you kind of learn, you know, early about like how this how the game could be shady and g- be crazy, how the game don't love nobody, and um, that that really I didn't really find that out till later till I was about to leave, but I had suspicions because one of the people that did get to go to the sock did not have my credentials, and I was just perplexed about that, and that was just man, you already know how that goes down. It's it's it's. it's it sucks. <laughs> pretty much. It does suck. Uh, so if, if we're going to go past that, that's incident one. Uh, um, incident two was I was trying to go to this other team in a, in a department where a former coworker, um, was like a a manager over there on that side. And he had already talked to the hiring manager for me. He already vouched for me, you know, this guy's good. Don't hire him. And that pretty, it pretty much was a done deal. I had previously talked to the recruiter. Uh, I was going to get a little pay bump. And that interview got nixed. Like far as like for me getting over there because of, at the time OPM had a a breach and then so it's kind of like a hold on clearances for a while. But what they got to do with me? I mean, like th- the biggest issue I had, and then what I started seeing was like, man you know, y'all gonna want me to stay here, but y'all don't want to give me the money that I'm missing out on. And that was the biggest issue. You know, when somebody play with your money, don't nobody like it. So that also let me know, like, hey, um, and shout out to uh, Jermaine Jupiter. He, he's posted this a couple of times. Like, you play for the team, but you're loyal to the name on the back of the jersey. And that's so true. That taught me then, hey, like, bump. Like whatever, I don't care how long you've been in a company. You could have been in a company thirty days, thirty years. Be loyal to yourself first, because ain't nobody gonna care about you like you do. Nobody cares about your family like you do. All you are is another number to the company, you know. And I mean, you're, it's rare to find companies that you know that's not gonna look you like that. Because at the end of the day, their job is to make the most money without spending, you know, the most money. So it, it is what it is. But you know, that had me looking. So. I wanted to move to Dallas back in 2015. Um, it didn't happen then. I was having some interviews and it, it just really wasn't sticking. I, I didn't really have a strategy. Like I've said in previous videos, I was just applying to anything that was pretty much kind of matched up with some of my skill set. But I just wasn't that good on selling myself back then. And I really, I think maybe one job probably was coming through. And honestly, I don't know. It, it really just wasn't the time uh, to move out there at that time. It just wasn't working. And that's why I'm also going to let you guys know something. This journey that you're trying to start on, if you're trying to intertech or trying to pivot, it's not going to start off easy. Sometimes that may mean that's not the time for you to move around. It may mean it's just time for you to be still. But that next year, 2016, was like the breakthrough. Um I'm trying to remember. It's like I said, we didn't, we didn't slip since then, but a lot of good things happened. I had pop for this company and a company at the time they were named uh income and they deal with payment card uh, information. But well, I had this type of software that they used to use for different vendors to help them with their payment transactions. So technically I want to say that's in PCI DSS. I think I said that right. Um, but Needless to say, I applied to two jobs there. Uh, it was a knock roll, and it was a uh, like a security role. Well, they passed on the security role, and we'll kind of touch on that maybe either this episode or another episode. But I got the knock roll, and uh, they really like my experience. They like my background, um, and I think they hired me too. So let, let's let's break it down this, this podcast, homie, right, man? So. Uh, if you're paying attention, you know, go ahead. And if you're right now watching this on YouTube, please go ahead and hit that like button for me. It uh, really helps out with the algorithm and, you know, it's some no cost to you. But moving along, I had the first interview. Uh, I don't know if it was with Tim or whatever. Uh, I can't remember who it was, who it was with, man. Um, they liked me. And they scheduled the interview. So funny enough, the interview was a day where it was scheduled to rain in Dallas, and I ended up, you know, we left early that morning and got there like right before it started raining. And so I think that was one reason too. Um, I, I felt like, and this is another thing now. Now, granted, a lot of this stuff is different now because COVID, since 2020, interviewing is a little bit different. But back then, most of the time, if you stayed in a different state and they asked you to come in to meet the team, most of the time they were going to offer you, unless well, just something crazy happened. So um I went in, had a um the interview, it was a panel interview. Um shout out to my guy, Jesse Rubio. He asked me some stuff, and the funny thing was, um, he asked me some things that I didn't even do at work, but just from and this is why I tell people why help desk is, you know, a good foundational job if you don't have like any tech skills. But based on My troubleshooting skills and my awareness and how to think on the fly, I was able to figure out some questions that I didn't really know the answer to, but I figured it out. And he said, the interview said, you did better. You know, he said you did good for a person that like don't do sysadmin admin stuff or don't do this stuff or just doing help that stuff. And I think that carried a long way. Did good with the team and. They end up, you know, offering me now. Now, here's the thing. Right. I know everybody's caught up in this. Uh they want to make all this money when they're doing these jobs and, and everything. But honestly, that wasn't the offer was pretty much what eight thousand more than I was getting paid in Street Port Bowser. Also really cost a ten K because it was like um I forgot how my, my pay was working. I think you got paid like every other week or whatever. So it was like forty eight thousand more, really fifty K if we just round it because that's about what I, I think I end up with making there. But the thing was, is, hey, do I turn this job down and um, stay in Shreveport and be miserable? Or do I take the advantage of going to the area that I've been trying to get to pretty much the last two years and figuring out how to pivot into what I want? And so the reason why I moved to Dallas was because they had way more tech, security, whatever jobs than we had in Shreveport Bolger. Like I would type in IT, Shreveport, LA, probably get 20 results. IT, Dallas, 400, 500 results, even more than that, actually, probably indeed. So it was a no-brainer. Right. And I always tell people, Hey, you're just trying to get in, like figure something out, get some places and meet some people. Cause I had already planned, to have my network, let them know, Hey, this is what I want to do and all this other stuff. So, uh, also, I did try to negotiate when they initially uh, offered me. I always negotiate, never accept the first offer. They didn't have a um, a lot of money to work with. But at the same time, that job didn't require much, right? Um I just I didn't have no family at the time. At this time, I am 20 oh, this is six years ago. I was 24. I was 24 years old. There we go. Yeah, 24 years old, no family. Um, so yeah, I was, I was with it. And, um, shout out to my aunt, like previous years trying to move, I had to figure out all this different stuff going around. Like Okay, boom, if I get this where I'm gonna stay in it's because most of the jobs, you know, weren't really paying that much. Like, like this job, that job technically really wasn't, if I didn't have, I had, I had a Mustang GT at the time. So if I had that car, maybe I could have just stayed on my own initially, but at the same time. It's it just one, you know, it wasn't enough. But shout out to my aunt. She let me stay with her and um, get myself together. And then within, I think, like six months, by the end of the year, really, I had ended up moving out. But I took that job. Uh, I was relieved. Uh, every – the people that know me know I am a uh, very reminiscent person, and that's why I'm reminiscent also right now while I'm talking to y'all. A lot of times, I hear certain songs, or look at certain things, or drive around in the area that I stay in. I was like, "Man, I remember when I moved out here six years ago. Like, what was out here? I remember what songs I was listening to. I was listening to um, Travis Scott, uh, "Birds in the Trap Singing Brahmin Night." Uh, I was listening to uh, I think uh, DJ Khaled had came out with his new CD. So it'd be different stuff to come on. I, I hear that reminds me, of, you know, where I came from. And I just say that to say, like, a lot of times in life, you probably don't think that you know you are where you should be, but then when you actually take a step back and look at it, you're right where you need to be, right where you need to be. So that's the thing I'll tell you like, you know, stop focusing on everybody else, get tunnel vision, and just focus in on what you be doing. So if I compare, you know, moving out here, you know, from 50k 6 years ago to making, you know, triple that. In a couple of years, you know, what it's a it's a it's a no-brainer, but that only comes from, you know, working hard and putting the work in, right? Uh, so let's talk about let's talk about the NOC. And uh, for those who don't know, and I should have said this earlier, the NOC stands for Network Operations Center. And uh, a lot of people you know, pretty much we'll call it like a knock, you know, an easy job or whatever. But what it does is, depending on your knock, sometimes the knock will have you doing a lot of work. Sometimes your work will have, uh, the knock will have you doing not so much work, but it gives you a chance to learn everything, interact with different business units, similar to help desk, except you don't talk to customers or end users as much. You do a lot of monitoring. So we monitored, Pretty much, I told you we did with payment card uh, transactions. So I think a couple of their, well, no, I can't say that. I can't tell you who some of their clients were. But we had these big um, TVs up here with these different dashboards. That's why I actually got introduced to Splunk. So and I always got to say this, like, you could be on a lower level job, but be introduced to a technology that you could go learn and get better at that could potentially help you make more money. And Splunk has been one of those ones for me. Like, I always get hit up by jobs because I know how to use Splunk. But needless to say, most of the time, the job's fairly simple, doing a lot of monitoring. Um, if something's in the red or, or whatever, we're picking up the phone, trying to see, make sure what's going on, or maybe it's testing. And yeah, and so funny enough, I, quick funny story is that my first weekend by myself, I messed up big time. <laughs> Let me kind of clip this. My first weekend by myself, I messed up big time. Like during the week, I just felt like everything was testing. They would tell, oh, we're testing on um, blah, blah, blah. We're testing, we're testing, we're testing. So my mind was set on when a long go off, we're testing. This is a rookie mistake. I, this, and so this was the difference in help desk and this now. Like, I want you to like all those like, false positives, right? Um. And so something happened over the weekend. And I, got in tr- and I didn't get in trouble, but they was like, why are you saying that? I said, well, I, I, I thought I was testing. But I had to do uh this big uh, root cause analysis and and research and document everything that happened from the time I actually the alert went off and what I did and blah blah blah. I thought it was pretty funny because I did mess up at, for that. But um there I, I did get to introduce some things. Like uh I met I used to talk to their security team and honestly their security team wasn't doing much. They ended up hiring uh, a woman instead of me that didn't have the credentials either but she was getting paid less than i was so i actually figured out oh, okay i didn't i technically dashed a bullet but i think it's because they didn't really want to pay me and i also believe our knock was supposed to be like a selling point to them at the time or to the customers because they're saying hey we'll always have somebody in the office monitoring the transaction so we could you know help you guys out and notify you you know about what's going on. So I think that's the reason why too. I think our knocks selling point. Um uh, wasn't that big. I wonder if I got some pictures still. I might have some pictures still uh in my Google photos. I may try to put them up on here or something like that. Uh maybe I try to blur out what I can. If it's anything, that'll need to be on here. But uh it wasn't that big. It was a it was a cool little job, man. But with me, I'm the type of person that's never satisfied. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but especially when it comes to my career, I'm never satisfied. Uh, I needed more action. Like, look, like no cap. Uh, That job was in uh, Addison. If anybody's familiar with Addison, then they know the Galleria is in Addison. So my job was like five five minutes away from the Galleria. Sometimes I used to work, uh, my shift was Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So on Saturdays and Sundays, sometimes I would just, when nothing going on, I'll go to the Galleria for about a couple of hours because we had pager duty. Pager duty would notify me if something was happening. <laughs> so once pager duty go off, I look at it again and I can head back to to the job. You know, I work uh, 7 to 7 on Saturday, and Sundays, so 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. And really, all this stuff could have been done remotely or whatever, but... Sometimes it was cool to just be out and I would do some stuff sometimes when I got off work. But all in all, that led me to say, okay, this can't be it. What can what, what can I do after this? So I, I uh ended up enrolling in school. I ended up enrolling in school. No, no, no. I lie. I applied to go to grad school. One of my friends was already from college, was already in the grad school in the University of Dallas. And I'm probably going to do a separate video on like, I think I've talked about grad school before, but like in this series of podcast stuff, I want to talk about it just so we could, you know, build something up and if people may be with me on feeling certain ways, maybe you could see you could leave your comments about it. But because I wasn't getting a lot, enough action, I just, I, mean, I was doing, look, <laughs> you're only going to get this stuff on the podcast. I was inviting people up to uh, work with me there really was supposed to be there uh, just because I was bored. Nobody come in on on, on the weekend. So it's a couple of times uh, one of my owners used to come sometimes on the weekend. Thank God I wasn't asleep because I used to sleep a lot <laughs> at job because it it wasn't nothing going on. Like imagine like you woke up at what five thirty six in the morning to get to work just to not probably not do nothing the whole day. Almost a sense almost like a security guard like no cap. So <sighs> I, that doesn't work for me. I have to learn. Anybody that's, that's close to me now, and uh, if you run into him, they'll tell you, he's always trying to do something that he likes to do. That's going to be beneficial for him. That's going to help him get to the next level. If a job doesn't give me that, then I look to go elsewhere. Um, it's because and tech, things change quickly. It used to be, I know uh, we had this thing in schools like computing power doubles. Like every eighteen months, but we've seen that change to like a year, maybe like even six months now. Same thing for like software application skills; all these different things are always changing. So now you really can't afford to waste a year of your career away, really learning stuff that's not going to really help you try to get the role that you really want. No, I mean you could do it on your own, but it, it, it's hard. It's so hard when I mean, you got a family, you're at work the whole day. Then you got to come home, make sure they're situated in, try to study and learn some crap, then wake up and do it all over again. Like it's, it's, it's very hard. It's it's better if you had a road that will let you do the things that you like to do and volunteer and help other people opposed to have to do so much self-study. It's, it's really hard and it can get draining very fast. It'll, it'll seem like, dang, when am I not looking at the, you know, the computer screen, but that's another topic about like, why tick may not be for you <laughs> that that's another video that that I plan to do, but um knock job was cool met some dope people shout out to jesse frank uh tokes uh tim redman um yeah I think th- i think a uh, shout out to uh r r p man my my manager from the knock actually passed away either a year ago almost two years ago. Uh, man, that's, you know, so Tim Schroeder, man, he was, a uh, it was crazy. I'm not trying to turn this into a sad podcast, but it was crazy, man. Tim was, uh, really a, um, pretty much a bundle of joy. Very nice guy. Matter of fact, he's the first manager that I had that that, um, he came from a different background. Uh, so he wasn't that technical. However, Tim really showed me the importance of one-on-ones of why it's important to have one-on-ones with your manager, especially when you're new. And so if you're going to a new job, please ask about how often, you know, one on ones will be done because they are very useful in helping you succeed in that role. And that's the goal of the manager to help you succeed in their role. And it also helps them look good. So uh, that was that. Uh, I had one major uh, other incident where we messed up doing this report time. Uh, one of the managers that was team manager yelled at us and that was like strike three for me. I ain't really like that. All in all, I was in the knock from, um, so let's see, June of 2016, and I left the knock in what, February of 2017? Yeah, February of 2017, so that's what, eight months? So I was only there eight months, so I, I didn't stay there a year, and uh, some of you already know how I got the the sock job, which we'll, we'll talk about, but... All in all, if I'm going to wrap up, what I discuss is, you know, if you're contemplating on moving away from your hometown or leaving a job that you don't like, just do it. A lot of our hometowns don't have the opportunities for us to succeed. And I know sometimes you know, you feel bad about like leaving or, you know, some people deal with like not knowing everybody or having to start all over and and meet people in a whole new town because it could be scary or your family that you have a big support system. I totally understand that. But at the end of the day, you got to do what's best for you and you got to not be short-sighted. You have to think long-term about, you know, what are your goals and what are you planning to do with your career? So you could try to wallow away and hope, you get that new promotion or other things that's happening at that company you're at. But in the meantime, you could instead of like, you know, if at the door opportunity is a lot, go somewhere where you can knock it down, you know? Okay. Uh, so that's one thing is like, if you, if you're contemplating that leave, uh, if you're at a job that you already see is a dead end and you've been there longer than a year and then and nothing's shaking, just leave, man. Uh, it's probably some other stuff going on. And they're not going to be honest with you. And you're just going to be wasting your time there, man. Go go where you're valued. Always. Always go where you're valued because if it don't make money, it don't make sense. And, I mean, yes, money is not the only thing. But when you entry level starting off, money is a big part of that. Uh, it really is. Money, uh, you can change your life, man. Like most people's life gets drastically better once they probably make about Seventy thousand um, dollars. It might be a little bit more of an inflation now, but I would say once you buy, once you normally get to about seventy thousand dollars, your life starts to change. As far as like you have a little bit more money to save or invest or whatever you want to do, you know, the, the, anything below that is kind of make it hard. And it, it just you're kind of more of an irritable person to be around. Cause you always complain about money and stuff like that. So uh, if you're in, in IT or tech, cybersecurity, whatever you're trying to pivot into, like please do what's best for you and uh, leave that company. Now, when you get to the new said company, learn what you can. And if that's not what you're trying to do at that company or you're trying to go a different department, realize that you may have to wait a year before you can go to the new department and that opportunity may not be there anymore. So with that being said, if you learn all you can and then you're enrolled to a high level, uh, go ahead and go to the, the company you really want to do. I mean, the job you want to do that really helps you start your career and really be that person that you want to be in your career. And lastly, man, we only get one life. Um, uh, enjoy it. You know, there's no reason to put up with stuff. If you're not enjoying life, uh, if you're, like I said, if you're single, you childless and nobody really depending on you just taking care of yourself, man, do what you gotta do for you. Um, enjoy yourself in this, in this life because we all get older, you know, at one point I didn't really see it. I was you like, know, Hey, yeah, I'm good. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm 21. I'm 22. Now I'm 30 pretty soon. Close my eyes. I'm gonna be 40. <laughs> uh, so I mean, that, that's really what it is, man. Uh, if you're interested in also, if you're interested in working in the knock, uh, I could probably got you to some people that do that. It is like a good opportunity, especially uh, when you're doing school and, um, that's definitely something I'll talk about a why like, like, why a lot of some tech, what like really I might make a video is like the best tech jobs on, like to, f- to go to school and like work full time. Like you need a flexible job, preferably either remote or that lets you work at night. But that's, you know, that's another video for another day. Um, hope you guys learned a lot. Well, I just hope you learned something. I took something away from this actual podcast episode I'm um, planning to try to just be really transparent and help you guys really understand me uh, let's build that bond and that chemistry uh, with me but if you're watching this right now on YouTube like I said please hit the like button share it out you know to your social media to help the channel grow if you're listening on Apple Podcast, Spotify, Google Podcast, Stitcher, wherever um, please subscribe to the podcast leave us a view uh, it really helps the algorithm and As always, like I say, let's stay textual. It's your boy HD, and I'm out.